this is a big deal. This is a big deal podcast. This is not just like, hey, I got a couple guests on. and everything. This is what you're about to hear about has the ability to change the world. And what this is called is called Caleb Would Go. Yeah. Woo! Welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. God is preaching a sermon to the world through people's lives. People's experience, history, and testimonies all point to some amazing attribute of God that you too can experience. I interview revolutionaries, fire starters, and troublemakers. This podcast is here to be a voice of encouragement in your life. A voice that says with God you can and with God you will step into the abundant life. So let's get rolling. Today on The Kindling Fire, I am so excited to introduce to you guys uh, Parker and Chris, who have become fast friends of mine this year. So thanks for coming on, uh, Parker and Chris. Yeah, what's up, Troy? How's it going, Troy? Good to see you. So guys, this is a big deal. This is a big deal podcast. This is not just like, hey, I got a couple guests on. and This is what you're about to hear about is something that God has been working on with us three and, and, and some other folks you're going to hear about that is very, very, um, very exciting yeah. and, uh, and has, the, in, has the ability to change the world. And what this is called is called Caleb Would Go. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> you guys don't even know what it Love is. It. Get excited because uh, so Chris, <laughs> yes, thank you. Showing Got the stickers. The uh, so so Parker's out of Virginia. Uh, Chris yep. is out of Florida. I'm out of North Carolina. We're just going to do a quick on who we are, and then we're going to get into like what is this Caleb would go, and how is it going to change the world? And uh, so I think I'll go to the man who's getting a has a spider bite on his face. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> tell us a little bit about calling him out. <laughs> calling him out, man. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. And, and I'm hoping I become like Spider-Man. My name is Parker and I got a spider bite. Maybe it's radioactive. Things are about to get crazy up in here. But uh, yeah, so I'm Parker Thurman. I live in Virginia Beach, Virginia now. That's where I'm from. Spent the last 10 years down in Florida and Costa Rica as a missionary. Currently the student and young adult pastor at Spring Branch Community Church. Um, married to my wife, Caroline. I got two beautiful daughters, Sophie and Miriam. And uh, I just love anything on the water. I love adventurous, just ad adventures and people with adventurous spirits and just doing all sorts of crazy things for Jesus. So I'm excited to be with you guys. Cool. What's up, Chris? Yeah, so my name is Chris Lorenz. I uh, grew up on the East Coast of Florida, moved over to the West Coast uh, where my wife's Ashley, her family is from. We have three kids, Tide, Haven, and Lennon, and uh, they are 10, 8, and 6. And yeah, um, I guess we're going to go into a little bit more about it. I work with Youth for Christ and the 180 House and get to reach lost teens through board sports and the arts and building relationships with them uh, at these places called the 180 House. Yeah. So, um, so guys, I'm, I'm just, I hope you guys understand how excited I am of this because it truly is such an honor to be a part of Caleb Would Go. Uh, it is a new nonprofit um, 
that I uh, am spearheading with Chris and Parker and many others. And Chris, tell us tell us a little bit more about what Caleb Would Go is. Yeah, so the three of us uh, all knew Caleb Bell um, pretty well and through all different aspects of life as well. Uh, last Thanksgiving, he passed away and we wanted to uh, create sort of a legacy that represented his life. And that's where Caleb Good came from. It's because Caleb went. Uh, he was a starter of many ministries. I know we're going to talk about those in a little bit, but he basically was a fire starter for the kingdom. And we wanted to keep those fires going. We wanted to create more of like a, a, a seed money to go empower other people who are adventurous like him to go just blow stuff up for the kingdom, not ask all the questions of how it's going to happen, but just go and be faithful and God shows up in the middle of it. And so we're just excited, so excited to have this nonprofit that again was just a dream um, and then to have it come together and, and, and start. So we're really excited about seeing how we will be sending the call to the ends of the earth to expand God's kingdom. Yeah. We, our tagline is empowering the adventurous. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's the coolest it's, uh, tagline ever. If you ask me, it is the coolest tagline ever. And, and I'm just going to tell you that, that Caleb was the kind of man in the kingdom of God that embodied adventure. Yep. And, um, and he, he was like, I love how you call him a fire starter. He, he was that in spades and, and yeah. just, to, just to, just to honor his legacy, not only have this nonprofit been started, but we also want to talk about those that, that miss him even more so than, than ourselves. So maybe Parky, you could just tell us a little bit about Caleb's family and his, his wife and, and children. Yeah, I mean, God, first and foremost, as much as we loved him for some of these things that he did and started and his kingdom work, but he was just a killer dad and husband to uh, to Mimi and their three boys. And, you know, I think that was definitely the, the thing that hurt the most when upon this news. It wasn't, you know, losing him for God's work or, our, you know, any of these things because God's he's, he's, he's in heaven with Jesus. Um, but it was just thinking about these, these three precious boys and Mimi that he left behind because he really gave his whole life to them. And, and so, you know, we want to honor him as, as a friend, but mainly as a father and a husband as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And he was young. Um, uh, I, uh, he was what, 30, he'd be 38 now. Yeah. So he's 37 when he passed away. And, and it was sudden, uh, unexpected, right in the middle of life and so he has yeah. three young boys and uh and, and, and came back that night was tucking the boys into bed and, and had a heart attack and yeah, uh, so i think he went for a run right yeah 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 and 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 when you get um and, and let's just talk a little bit about how we knew caleb and then we can get into what you know what our hopes and dreams are for for what god may do through caleb would go yeah, cool. like I um, yeah, and I I met Caleb actually in Costa Rica. So I was serving down there as a missionary with Six Eight Ministries. Um, and Caleb through a mutual friend, Caleb got my information and just sent me a message saying, "Hey, I'm going to be in in San Jose. I'd love to meet with you." And they were searching at the time, thinking about becoming missionaries as well and going abroad and trying to figure out some direction or where God wanted them. And you know, some guys you just meet and you just immediately just know like. You know, did we just become best friends? <laughs> like, yeah, he's that guy. Just one of those guys where, like, we both loved surfing. We both 
you know, loved our families. We love God and we love adventure. And, and so we just immediately became friends and, and I actually met Chris because of Caleb. So when we wanted to, God put a vision to start a surf and skate ministry on my heart, the same time he had put something on Chris's heart and I had called Caleb to tell him about it. And he said, you got to meet this guy, Chris. And so the three of us got together and, and that's where the 180 house was born was just through God bringing the three of us together. And, um, and the rest is history. You guys can check out the 180 house. If you go to the one, the 180 house, 180.org, we'll put that up. I'm sure, but yeah. that's something that God brought the three of us together. And, um, you know, there's thousands of kids whose lives have been changed because of that. And so it was just awesome to get to meet him. And, and, and then I think the best part was just when we all got to go surfing together and just have fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I, uh, I met Caleb probably, <clears throat> I guess about a year after Parker did maybe somewhere in the mix of that when they came back from Costa Rica, uh, Mimi, Caleb's wife, uh, went to school with Ashley, my wife, and they were in a Bible study together. And both of them had been saying, Hey, you have to meet, you know, our husbands have to meet, our husbands have to meet. And the whole time, I don't know what Caleb was doing, but I was definitely like, yeah, yeah. Who's this Caleb guy? Like he can't be that great or whatever. And I think when we first went over to their house for dinner, um, he had been, their family had been gifted a Barbie Jeep that's like purple and pink. And my family had also been given one. And without Caleb and I knowing each other, both of us had Desert Storm camo flage, like spray painted it because we weren't going to have our boys driving Barbie Jeeps, but they could drive camouflage Jeeps. So when I saw that, I'm like, okay, again, just like Parker said, instant friend. <clears throat> and then walking through his house and just seeing, his craftiness and his, um, I'll say just can do attitude for life of like, Hey, I'm going to make that. I'm going to build that. I'm going to create things with my hands and my ideas. And that's just really resonated with me. And we really, really stoked each other on in that way. And it was then that we got introduced Parker, uh, and myself through Caleb and the 180 house dream. Um, I think was just around coffee and Parker and I are the dreamers, but I think it was like two weeks later after we had this whole dream to create this board sports ministry, um, Caleb texts us and says, Hey, there's a house for rent. Um, let's, uh, let's go for it. And Parker is like, all right, let's, let's see if we can make this happen. And since then, um, yeah, we now have three 180 houses with dreams to continue to plant these places for hubs in the community where lost people can come to know Jesus. Yeah. And, and, and they are houses with like ramps, I guess. And, and yeah. Bible study. Yeah. It's a whole like skate community thing and surf. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a few different ones, the one up in Bradenton. So we have one in Venice, Florida. That's the original one. And it has a rock climbing wall. It's got uh, a skate ramp, coffee shop vibe, kombucha and cold brew coffee on tap. So it's just got a real chill vibe right. and it's, it's connected to the high school. We're, we're really close to them. And then there's one in Sarasota that, Parker launched really close to their high school, kind of the same vibe. And then when they put one in Bradenton, um, which is just north of that, uh, it is more of the inner city vibe where they have a full court basketball court and it's packed out every night that they're open with a lot of kids um, from the inner city area that are into that. And yeah, you- I love how it's been like contextualized for the communities that are serving, you know, everyone's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's got the same heart, same DNA, but really designed to serve the community that it's in. And this Youth for Christ kind of got on board, right? Is that kind of how it... Yeah, I was the ministry director for Youth for Christ in, in the Suncoast area. And so using that capacity to leverage its resources and to come alongside these dreams. And, and that's where it was birthed from. And, and if you go to the original one in Venice, it's 
it's <laughs> I don't want to say like a shrine, but I mean, Caleb, like his handprint is all over that, all the woodwork, everything that's done in there, like the, the deck, as soon as you walk in the fence around the perimeter, the, the mantle above the fireplace are all things that he built with his hands. And, and so it's really cool that there's that connection to him still through all of that. So, um, so I'll just tell how I knew him. So, so I met Caleb as uh, Caleb and Mimi and the boys because uh, I met him in Kona, Hawaii as a YWAM missionary. So after he had been uh, actively involved in 180 House, how long was he doing that uh, before he left for YWAM? Probably about like a year. Okay. Yeah. And so, and, and immediately like, you know, he's tatted all up and down. Like I came from a, a skate punk background. And as soon as he, I saw him, I was like, I like this guy. Who is this guy? <laughs> and then I found out he did like a skate ministry and I was like, I like him even better. But the, the thing that was so powerful was that when they came, uh, they left 180 and went with Youth With a Mission to, to explore being full-time missionaries as a family, which is what they ended up doing. Um, they were all in. It was like an all-in kind of situation. It wasn't like a lot of trepidation or like hesitation. As far as Caleb would go, uh, as Ca Caleb Bell, he basically was like, if God's calling us to do it, God can do it. And, and, and he had such a, a effervescent kind of confidence that God can. Mm, that's even good. as a dad, even as a husband, because a lot of times that boldness we see a lot of times in singles, right? They're just like, hey, I got nothing to lose. You know, I don't even have a job. Let's yeah, I can do anything. But but he had a family and had responsibility and he still had that adventurous spirit from the Lord. Yeah, yeah, that was 100%. so attractive to me with him. And, and and our families mutually became just so, so dear. And I'll, I'll end with this, that he did a road trip. So uh, maybe somebody could tell about that. Like he did right before, they, they left YWAM, they left Y, they went to France as missionaries. Uh, and then they came back and then they had this bigger dream of, of potentially reaching uh, lost tribes in remote islands in the Oceania area uh, above Australia with a boat. And so they went on this epic U.S. tour. Can anybody describe what, what they did and what that was? Yeah, I'll, um, yeah, they just basically were like, okay, well, let's chart a path of people that we know throughout the U.S. and let's just drive all over the dang place and see them all and tell them about this crazy dream that we have. And so that led them all over the, I think they were up in Lake Michigan at one point. They made it out to California. You know, you just had these epic pictures of him in front of mountains with his boys and Mimi and their minivan and I mean, that minivan, that's just like was representative of Caleb, too. I think that they took it to France. They brought it back. Yeah. They drove it across the country. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it was all by faith. Like yeah. we, and we, we were one of those stops and 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 they were able to come with us. And, and Caleb and his oldest boy, I believe it was Banyan. Banyan, uh, yeah. yeah. We went to a men's retreat and Mimi and the younger boys stayed with our family. And and it was just an amazing time. Of, of him just pouring into his son. And, and that was not very far. That was months before he actually tragically and, uh, passed away. Yeah, it was and, crazy. And so one of the things I want to try to get for, uh, across to the listeners is, you know, what was he like? Why was it that God was, that, that he was so attractive 
to so many. Uh, I'll speak to that. Approach. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, so I think is this, what, what we actually, in our the nonprofit Caleb Will Go, one of the traits that we uh, look for in these candidates we want to send is something Caleb had was uncompromising optimism. The dude was just like, hey, this is what God's called me to do. And like, we're going to, it's going to happen. We're going to make it happen. I remember uh, leaving my job teaching and going full-time with Youth for Christ. And Caleb gave me like his, his advice on like how to go fundraise was like, don't. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, he's like, here, here's a book. It's a dude named George Mueller. And he just prayed. I'm like, okay, I don't know if that's how it works, but okay. Like that, that was his, that was his whole mantra is like praying. God's going to show up. Like he has to show up. Because if he doesn't, it's going to fail. And like that was one of the, I'd say the most attractive traits that it was, I consider myself, um, I don't say like wildly irresponsible, but like in our culture, like doing crazy things, like leaving a safe job to go into ministry or whatever else that looks like. Caleb was off the charts on this. And it was just so radical that it was like, it was just entertaining to watch. It was like, hey, God has to show up or it's not going to work. And it was really, really cool to see how their family did that in so many different ways, the different ministries that they were a part of, whether it was uh, this safe families um, organization working with preventative foster care, God called them into that. They did a ton of crazy stuff and like helped amazing families. And then when God called them somewhere else, they went there and God showed up there and they just continued to be malleable and to be used by God. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, you know, and a couple of things on that. Like, first of all, we haven't mentioned too that he was in the army and was in Afghanistan. Right? Was it Afghanistan or Iraq? I can't. I forget. I think Afghanistan. I Going with Afghanistan. Um, you know, so like he was just a servant, and him and I would get in tons of arguments about fundraising because <laughs> I was like on the other end of it. Like I was responsible for raising so much money, and so we would getting these arguments. I'm like, okay, well that's great. Yes, I want to pray, but we got to do some work. And I think together we brought each other a little bit you know, towards the center on some of that stuff. But I also want to honor his wife, Mimi, and say, like, all these things we say about Caleb, like, her too. <laughs> and maybe yeah. even so, you know, as a mother to put your faith and your and trust in God in a way that your kids are going on these adventures and just kind of going with it. Like, Mimi is just an incredible woman, child of God, um, wife, mother, like, and if you've ever met Mimi, like, you know, like, she's just there's just yeah. something special about her. And yeah, um, I'll just go on record to say Mimi is a warrior. Yeah. yeah. She is the most gracious, loving, fierce warrior. She is a warrior. And, and when they were together, I just, she talks about, I think there was a podcast they did and they talked, she talked a little bit about her fears and, and all the things that, that she was getting drug into by Caleb's kind of wildness uh, or adventurous side. And they would, they would, you know, taper some things back and balance it. But, but at the end of the day, she'd be like, I trust God and I trust you. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And as a result of that, they did miraculous things. Right. And, and, and still are. And, and, and she is an active, active part of, of Caleb would go. Uh, let's yep. just talk about a couple other kind of attributes that, that you remember about Caleb that, that just stand out. Yeah, I mean, you know, we talk about like dreaming big and just being willing to go all in um, and being thinking outside of the box. I mean, even the 180 house, like that's a perfect example of, you know, we were doing with Youth for Christ, we were doing a lot of great ministry to reach young people, but 
there was this whole group of young people that they weren't going to go to church. They weren't going to go to youth group. They weren't going to do any of the normal like Christian type things that we try. And so, you know, together, like we just kept pushing each other to think outside the box. Like, what can we do? How can we do something different? That's going to actually get kids connected to God. And, um, and there was like no wrong answer. It always felt like, you know, like it would always just kind of next. All right, well, what else, what else can we do? You know? And, and so I think that was a big quality of his. So uh, thanking the Zoom limit, unfortunately, we have 10 minutes. And so this is what I want. This is what I want to dig into, guys. Um, what are we dreaming about? What are we believing God for? And, uh, and then, you know, how can people kind of find out more about Caleb would go? Who wants to, who wants to jump in? I'll jump in first. I'm excited. <laughs> so, you know, we... We just really, after this sudden death of Caleb, obviously we were all just shook, you know, and, but that really went to like, I mean, Chris and I just like immediately got together. Like, I think he, it was like maybe the day after, and it just kind of came like, we've got to do something that honors his legacy. And us also promotes the idea of like helping people like us and like him that maybe don't fit into the normal Christian box and that a normal mission board is going to look at and say, there's no way we're sending this guy to do these crazy things. But we know that God uses all sorts of people. When we talk about Caleb's faith, I always think about like, you know, the fishermen that Jesus just tapped in the shoulder and said, follow me. And they just did. And that's who Caleb was. And it was these guys that changed the world. And, and so we wanted to be a part of like helping other people take a leap of faith and saying, Hey, like we believe in your dream. We want you to dream big. We want you to go do crazy things for Jesus. And so Caleb would go as like Caleb would go. And so will you. And so let's help you do that. Like, let's help you go and do something that nobody else has done or that this dream that God has on your heart. And so we wanted to create this foundation that would help give seed money to missionaries. Like we're not going to be able to, well, who knows, maybe God's going to give us crazy amounts of money. I don't know. Yeah. But the idea wasn't that we can completely fund everybody, but that we can help come alongside and encourage people to take big leaps of faith and say, Hey, like we can't fully fund you, but here's the first $5,000 towards this big dream that you've got, or first a little bit of seed money that can help make something crazy happen in Caleb's honor and for God's glory. So that's what it's all about. When I was at the funeral, when, when Rye, Rye Bell stood up and said, it was worth it. Giving your life all to Jesus is worth it. Him standing up at his own son's funeral and saying, serving Jesus is worth it. Yeah. Uh, I stood there and I said, we have to keep this. We have to do something. And then I discovered that you guys had already had this churning inside of you. <laughs> like we have to do it. And so guys, it is a real thing. This is not yeah. a concept. It's not an idea. This is a dream coming true. And, and Chris, maybe you can tell us uh, a little bit about kind of what those plans are. Like how do, what are some things we're thinking about doing? Yeah. So I just want to back that all of that up with like just echoing it that crazy stirring that God put like in my heart in Parker's heart and Troy we didn't even met you we didn't even know who you were and in your heart but God had orchestrated all of that together to be here right now just mm -hmm. like God orchestrated them to meet Parker and Kayla to meet in Costa Rica and our wives to go to school together like all of those things that are like coincidence that God stirs in that's what Caleb would go. I feel is it's like, Hey, when somebody feels the call, feels the stirring, this is that extra push to be like, you've got this, you know, this is God sending you, this is empowering you to go make this happen. Um, because I feel that there's so much walls and barriers up 
And I feel like Caleb would go is knocking all that down and saying, God's going to show up and here's the start of how it's going to happen. Um, and, and that's what I love about that. But, but to, to go further with this, like I'm just being completely raw with the listeners, we're still trying to figure this out. I've never ran a nonprofit. None of us, I don't know if you guys have, but, but we have a fundraiser event. It's going to be called Shaka Nar and it's going to be this huge Shaka Nar. That was like also, also um, Caleb's catchphrase that doesn't make any sense in the surf culture. And it's just hilarious. Like it's two things, but anyways, uh, I love it to death because it's just fun. It's like throwing out like what even makes sense. Just go have fun on the beach. And so we want to create this day that is just a life giving a day. Remember Caleb to, to tell more people about who he is and then also to raise money to send more people. And it, it like one of the dreams that pops into my head is like at this event and maybe on the website, like we're going to have pictures of people's faces, like young people, old people, whoever that feels called to go into the mission field. And we're going to say, just like people can sponsor a child, it's going to be like, Hey, you can send this person. You can send this person. You can send this person. Or maybe you're one of those people that wants to be on the website that wants to be sent that you apply for some of the seed money and get started through that. So right now we have Shakanar event. that's going to be February 6th. Is that it? I believe the date yeah. um, in Venice, Florida, book your tickets. Now get down here, sponsor it. The t-shirts, the logos are coming right now. Um, and God's got to show up for it to happen because this is, this is what we're really excited about is to raise some money and that we already have, and just, you guys don't even know this yet, but there's someone who came up through the 180 house right now. That's actually applying to go into YWAM, which who's also where, you met Caleb, who is now trying to raise money or working on applying to get accepted and raise money. And so what if this girl named Luz, who's up in Bradenton, who's the third 180 house, actually gets funded through, yeah, you remember Luz, yeah, gets funded to be the first person to get accepted to go into YWAM through Caleb would go. So that's the dream. Like it, it's already happening. And it's going to be like a celebration. Yeah. Crazy stuff that day. Like we're going to be doing a surf contest, a skimboard contest. We're going to do a paddling race. We're going to, and then all of that with the lens of just having fun. So there's going to be a costume element to the surf contest. Like there's extra points awarded for creativity and what you're wearing out there. And, and so like the idea is that we want to just create a space for misfits, people that maybe don't fit inside the box of even surf culture or even at church or wherever that just to say like, that's okay. God doesn't fit in a box either. Like let's have fun. Let's go do something crazy together. Let's see where this goes and just hop on and enjoy the ride, you know? So guys, if this sounds like something that not only you want to get behind or you even maybe want to be one of those that are sent, uh, it's a very simple way to do it. Go to calebwouldgo.org or com. I don't even know. Is it com? com. 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 I'm, I'm just killing it. It's calebwoodgo.com and you can find out more about the mission about the purpose, about Caleb's life. You can, like, we got, we're gonna have such killer merch. Guys, Shakinar, we're gonna be doing these um, epic kind of designs for these events. Like, it's gonna be fun and it's gonna be full of life because that's really what Caleb was. He was full of the life of Jesus and he was fun. He was both. You would go surfing with Caleb, like, maybe my last story for this is, it was so much fun because, yeah, I mean, he would maybe catch a couple of waves, but he would be just out there just talking to you, talking to everybody. He just made surfing so much more fun because it wasn't about just the waves. It was just the whole experience. It was about being out on the water. It was about being in community. 
you know, and so there's so many people in the Venice area surf community that knew and loved Caleb just because he was that awesome presence out in the lineup that just brought people together, had fun, just had a lot of joy, always smiling. And, and so we were just, we miss him. It's, it's, yeah, I miss him. there is a lot of pain there still. We miss him. We, we love his, him and we love his family, but um, we're excited to get to honor his legacy. And hopefully I just can't wait to hear all the stories of what God does through all of this. So Chris, I'll let you, I'll, uh, you got a minute, give us something. What's the last words, Chris? I'm excited for his boys. I'm excited for his boys to see the amount of people that he impacted and touched. I, I think Mimi has a perspective of it, but I don't think his boys understand how, how much of an impact he was on the kingdom while he was here and on that short, short time and the amount of people that are going to get empowered through that. So I, that's what I'm excited that these boys, uh, Banyan and Sebastian and Sailor can see uh, the impact their dad made for the kingdom. And then that Caleb would go is going to continue to do as a legacy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I couldn't end better than that guys go to calebwoodgo.com. Uh, you're going to hear more about this on the Kindling Fire as we get closer to the Shakinar event. And uh, Parker and Chris, thank you so much. Again, shout out to Mimi and the boys. You guys are awesome. Yes. We love you, Mimi. Uh, love you, Mimi. Guys, so much for listening in and uh, expect more. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. Hey, if you did like it, it would be really helpful if you want to send us a review over on iTunes. That would be really cool. And if you want to connect, go over to Instagram, search Troy Mangum or The Kindling Fire, and we can connect there, and that would be a great way to kind of stay in touch. I am doing a YouTube channel, so we do video formats of these podcasts, and we'd love to have you look there. Okay, guys, until next time, be awesome.